In this podcast episode, we're going to talk about how we quote customers' vehicles and what we go through, what we ask, and what happens when we get it wrong. Coming up. So I've been through a lot of iterations in terms of how I quote customers and what we ask for or what we do in order to make sure we give the appropriate quote, whether it's a price range or a specific price point. Uh, That way we make sure that once we get there, we're going to do all the work for the proper pricing, obviously. But before we get into that, I just want to mention that my online premium course, Detailing as a Business, will open up January 15th which is a Friday, so that's around two weeks from now. January 15th, I'll open up enrollment into detailing as a business, just as a quick little um, reminder. This will be the last time we have it at this price point because I'll be updating a lot of information. So the price will go up after this enrollment period on the 15th. Anyways, let's go ahead and get started with the uh, process. So the main... What I, how I started back in 2011 and like for a few amount of years is that when I would get someone that was interested in my services, I would go out to their location. And I guess that's like a common thing that to kind of do when you first get started because you think about other service-based businesses and, you know, you have someone that goes out to inspect the whatever, the house, the roof, the the backyard for, you know, to install a new roof or replace a roof or a pool or what have you. So you see that from, you know, growing up or other areas. So you kind of apply that to detailing where if someone wants to work, you'll go out and inspect it. That way you can see it in person. You can talk to them in person. And you can get, you know, you can be very exact with the details. The problem with that, though, which you'll find instantly is that if you do go out there in person, one, you're spending a lot of time, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, 45 minutes to get to the customers, to the potential customer's location to inspect the vehicle. And then once you get there, you talk, you ask all these questions, you look at it, and then you give them the price and they're going to be like, "Ooh, that's too much. And then you're left empty-handed, it. and then you have to drive back to your home or to the next location, and that's around, what, an hour, two hours of time spent without getting any money or booking them in. And that's what I did multiple, like, that's, that's the process that I took when I started. I would go out to the com- customer's location in person because that's what I saw other people do, and that's what they advised me to do, so that's what I did. And after a while, I was like, man, like, this is, like, a lot of times, I don't even get, you know, like, it's just too much, so... I started at least from that one, right? From that initial phase of like, I didn't even give them a price point or anything before going out to the location. I was just like, hey, I can go out to you and we can talk about the details. Because I, again, because like back in 2011, 2012, I would read on the forums and stuff like, hey, like, yeah, don't, don't give them a price on the phone. Like you want to see them in person and you can really sell to them like in person and really, you know, talk to them about their pain points and yada, yada, yada. So I was like, okay, that makes sense. So let me go out to the location and do all that jazz. And just oftentimes it, it would lead nowhere. And I was like, I, why, what was the point of me coming out here just to hear no? I could have just gave them a, a general price point on the phone and they would have had a better idea if I was in the price range or not. And, you know, like what I like to think about how, how I think about our detailing services, right? I'm not saying you, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just saying this is how I operate and how I want to get to. And like the type of mentality that I go into the services with is that I don't want to have, like, I don't want it to be an absolute necessity that there has to be a customer interaction between the customer and us for them to want to book with the services or for them to pay the services, right? Like 
how many times do does someone purchase something that's th- above a thousand dollars, two thousand dollars online without speaking to anyone? Right, like let's say like the, the camera that that I'm using right now, right? It's, it's the uh, Sony A7 III. I didn't speak to anyone. I didn't speak to a representative. They just I I knew all about it, you know, on the product page. It cost two thousand dollars just for the body. I purchased it and it got to me. Right, the lens itself, the lens that I'm on right now, it cost twelve hundred. I didn't talk to anyone. I didn't, you know, speak to a representative. I just the product page. I saw it. I saw good reviews and I purchased it. So why does it have to be any different with our detailing services? If we're gonna offer a $1,200, $1,600, $1,600 pain correction service, is it necessary for someone to talk to us or can we in a way represent the product and our offering and our business in a way to where they don't need to speak to anyone? And this isn't to say like, I want to cut out customer interaction, but it's saying at the point that we are now with how people consume knowledge or content and gather information and make decisions, are we still at the point where we can't do what the e-commerce space, not even e-commerce, e-commerce, anything in general, why can't we replicate that in our detailing business? So to me, eventually, like, I want to be at the point where if it's a $1,000, $2,000, $3,000 product that we're offering, you know, service, but, you know, you get it, is that I want the customer to be like, oh, yeah, I'll just, I'll just purchase. Like, I don't need to talk to anyone. Yeah, maybe they'll have a few questions here and there, but overall, it's like, yeah, I understand what it is. I know what I'm going to get. And I'm just willing to purchase it. I just have one or two questions and we're good to go. That's that's where I would want to be with our services. And I, I just want to get away from like, oh, you have to talk to someone. Not only like is it time consuming on our end, but two, it's like basic questions that can be answered before you actually talk to a human being, right? Like you have to think about it of like, I want to, or the way I think about it is I want to give all the information that the customer needs on the product page or on the website before they get to me because it's not that they want to talk to me specifically it's that they want to know all the information that they need in order to make a smart decision on what they're going to purchase and if you can provide that on whatever media that they're reading it on that's easier for them that would like not every person i would say most people don't want to have to call someone to get a price or to get more information they just want to be able to read it consume it be like "Eh, okay i will or "Eh, not right now they don't want to have to call someone. So to me, I don't want to have to be a salesperson. I don't want to have to like, you know, have to talk to someone on the phone in order them for in order for them to book for a $1,000 pain correction or a $400 service because there's other ways we can do it that the customer will appreciate way more than them having to pick up the phone or email us to get more information. So that's how I think about it. Again, I'm not right, I'm not wrong. That's just how I think about it. So that's how I will, that's how I move forward, how I'm moving forward with our operations and how we want to sell our services. So um, as far as the pricing goes, for the most part, we only, we give, you know, there's two options. We give a price range and then we give it a specific price. So your price range will be, hey, that will be between 200 to 240. And then, you know, a specific price point will be, that's 220, okay? So those are two things that we do which is basically the only option that you have. Um, for the price range, we typically do it for a full interior cleaning and for paint correction services. Those are the two primary services that we actually give a price range, meaning, hey, based depending on the condition, it can range between, let's say for paint correction, it can range between 280 to 420. And it could take six to 10, I'm making up numbers, it could take six to 10 hours. For a full interior cleaning, we'll be like, hey, it could be between 240 to 280. It just depends on the condition. We'll let you know the exact price once we get there. But are you okay with the price range? If they're okay with the price range, then once we get to the customer's location, before we get started, we look at the vehicle and then we give them the final price point. 
we've never had, like never, like in the past five years now, I've never had the situation where I gave them a price range, let's say 200 to 240, right? And I got to the com- customer's location and I told them 240, let's say the higher end of that spectrum. And they said, no, like, I've never had that happen. If they agree to the price point, that means they're okay with whether it's on the lower end or on the higher end. So I've never had a problem with someone backing out because the price was too high when they agreed to it. Now, what we do when we're talking to them, say, hey, it could be between 200 to 240. If you like, you can send me some photos of the interior and I can give you a more accurate price on that service. So if they do send us two, three, four photos and it gives us a better representation of what the condition is like, then we'll give them a specific price. Okay, you know what? That'll actually be 240. Oh, that'll be 220. So if they don't provide photos, we'll give them a price range. Once we get to the customer's location, we'll give them the, the specific price before we get started. If they send us photos beforehand and we can see the condition, we will oftentimes give them a specific price of whatever that price might be. Now for paint correction, that's different because we can still ask for photos and we still do ask for photos if they say, hey, there's some light scratches that I want to be removed or there's, you know, whatever the case may be because, you know, in their head, it's like it might have been keyed, right? And they're like, they're just light scratches. So it's like, you know, like it gives us a better sense of what they're talking about, but we, we still can't give like an accurate quote because we have to test the paint. So with paint correction, until we get there, uh, we'll, we'll just give them a price range. Now, if it's, if it's like an all-in-one service, we're like, we're gonna we're maybe gonna remove like 30% of the blemishes. Uh, it's not meant for heavy correction, uh, we'll give a specific price point on there sometimes because it's it's not like we're double checking our work. You know, it's not like we're doing multiple passes. We're we're doing one light pass and we're moving forward. So with an all-in-one, for the most part, we can give a, a, a specific price as well because there's not much into it. We're not, you know, like I said, we're not inspecting the work. We're not making extra passes. We're not going for heavy correction. It's just one light pass to bring up the shine and gloss a little bit. Um, but for a one-step, a two-step, they're always going to be price ranges. And until we get there, We'll do a test spot and then confirm the price with the customer. So that's typically, for the most part, how it goes. Um, so for all the price points, like the one that we give specific prices to, that's going to be the wash and wax, a premium wash, our mini interior detail, and the engine cleanings. Those are always going to be just specific price points. Um, so the way, so now that the way that we're able to give price ranges and specific price points over the phone without seeing the condition is strictly going to come to through experience. That's really what it is. Like we've done hundreds of vehicles now that we're comfortable pricing the vehicle, the pricing, the service without seeing the condition. But again, it still fits the parameters of what I just said. So if they're telling me, Hey, there is a, you know, 27, 2015, um, suburban, right. For, and they want the entire interior cleaned. And they're like, hey, there's four kids, you know, hasn't been cleaned in five years. Okay, so based off of that condition, I can already assume that the kids are going to be messy, that it hasn't been cleaned in forever. So there's a lot of work to be done. So just based off that, those, those, that basic information, let's say typically for a large size vehicle like that, we'll charge, I don't know, I'm making up numbers on the spot, uh, 280 to 320. But given the information, given the year, given that it's never been cleaned, I'll just up it up from... 300 to 360 like as simple as that and then there and then when it, once we get there we'll inspect it and we will we will put the pricing within that spectrum for the customer that's it like it, it, it doesn't pass that complexity that is literally it if they want to send us photos 
we will then give them an accurate price. But if they don't, then we don't, and we just get we just keep that price range with them uh, until we actually get there. It's a, it's as simple as that. Um, let's see here. Um, yeah, so that's it. And same thing goes for like the most popular ones are going to be like a full interior cleaning, a wash and wax, and the uh, paint correction, right? So for a wash and wax, for us, it, like we. Again, it, it comes down to the experience. That's that's really all it is. Like if you're you're gonna mess up on the pricing, all right. We did, I did when I first started. It's going to happen. It still happens now. Just recently, we had a F two fifty. It was a big truck. We priced it like a sedan. All right, it, we messed up. Right, it's a little hiccup, but it's still fine. You're gonna make mistakes. We didn't cry about it. We were like, "Oh my god, this ended the world." No, we didn't. We made a mistake. Okay, we'll just get through it. We'll, we'll you know, we'll, we'll get it done right. As if we charge a full amount, and we'll just keep on moving forward. So you are going to mess up on the pricing, especially when you're first getting started. But it's just a part of the process. Process like it's it's going to. There's no way about it. it. You're going to mess up, and it's okay. Like you're not going to destroy your business off of you know underquoting one time. So. um yeah, so the more customers you get, the more vehicles you see, the better you'll get at pricing. So you'll just get better over time. Maybe in the beginning, like it, you're gonna go through phases. So like if, if you're getting your first five customers, like do you have the confidence to to just like price over the phone? Probably not, right? Like you'd probably want to go see it in person. Would I suggest that you go through that phase and you go see the vehicles in person? I, I personally would not. Like I from the get-go would say start pricing over the phone. Again, it's as simple as like you just give them a a if it's for like, and it, so here's the thing. The reason why we only give a price range for specific services is one, I personally just find it annoying when every service is a price range, right? Because I've seen that, you know, some detailers will say, well, if it's a, if it's just a basic wash, well, it depends. Like, let's say you're just going to wash the vehicle. That's it. Just wash the vehicle. Well, it depends how dirty the wheels are. It depends how dirty the paint is. So that's why it might be between $30 to $60. And if they want to wash and wax, again, it's like, well, it depends how dirty the wheels and tires are. It depends how much uh, trim needs to be restored. It depends how much contaminants is on the vehicle. Um, so it depends on how, you know, how many bugs I have to remove. So the, the price range will be between $200 to $240. I'm making up numbers. And so it's like, okay, so so for every service, like it's gonna be a price range and you have to be here to see it. To me, it's like, that's just annoying. Like I just wanna know the price. So that's why only on the full interior cleaning and the paint correction, for the most part, we give a price range. All other services are gonna be price points just to make it easier on the customer. So like for our engine cleanings across the board, no matter what's, what vehicle it is, it's going to be one number, which right now it's $60. Um, for our mini interior detail, which is just a vacuum, wiping it down, cleaning the glass and the door jams, it's going to be one price. Now it's going to take time. Like there's plenty of times where we're like, Oh, I think we underquoted on this one. And we just, we just register that in our head. We get a better understanding. And next time we're like, Oh, you know what? We got to charge it, you know, 20 bucks more, 40 bucks more. Um, for our premium wash, uh, again, it's just, it's a simple, like we, we know the vehicle, it really and another big part of this it comes down to your process on on how like how not how smooth but how efficient you are with your processes on those services meaning like even if we get a dirty truck a large truck lifted with some meaty tires right 
our process is set is our process is good enough to where regardless of the condition we are able to move at an efficient rate to still finish it well within the time and price that we quoted so like it, it's a lot more than just saying well what should i price it well it depends on a few factors and and like it's not just saying let me price the most because at that point like it, it just it's not going to work for your business long term if, if you're just like what is the absolute most i can charge right now uh because like it's like even if you charge the most, but your systems are crap and you're inefficient and you're stumbling over and you're taking forever, well, even if you charge the most, it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to finish it with the most profitability that you could or, you know, things of that nature. So it's not just about saying, I just need to charge more. That's why, that's how I'm going to make more money. It's not, you know, it's not just that. Um, so again, when the customer gives us a warning, we'll know that we need to change our pricing or, you know, whatever warning sign that may be for you. Like for us, if they say, um, you know, hey, like I spilled a big coffee sp- uh, coffee stain um, three weeks ago. It was half the cup and I want it cleaned up and it smells like coffee. Something like that will be like, hey, can you send us a photo of that stain that you're referring to? Right. If they get if they get very specific about something like for the interior we will ask for photos or if they're like, Hey, like I have a bunch of, um, brown specks of stuff on my paint and I want it removed. How much would it charge? We would be like, Oh, well, I'm not sure what that is. If you can, can you send me two or three photos of what you see so I can get a better idea of what that is? Simple as that. If they give any type of warning sign that we want just a bit more information, we'll just ask for photos. Do we ask for photos on each and every single customer? No, because then that just cumbersome. Like, Nine, I want to say nine out of 10 times, we hit the pricing right on the head. Like we're, 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 we're fine with the pricing that we give. We didn't go over, we didn't go under, like we hit it right on the dot. That one time it's like, yeah, like we underquoted. Like, like yeah, we, we, we should charge like an extra 40 or an extra 60 or an extra 20. But most of the time we're fine with our numbers. So we don't overcomplicate uh, we don't overcomplicate the process we don't overthink or overanalyze oh we should, well, you know what happened with we don't do that most of the time nine out of ten times we're good with the pricing and the time that we've quoted so if they do give us some type of warning sign we'll ask for the photo um if like especially like not especially but if they're like hey the scratches on my vehicle or hey like there's this weird thing on the page just ask for photos it's not a big deal like whether it's through email whether it's through text like they're gonna send it I've never had I've never had anyone not send photos when I requested them. Like they'll always send photos. Sometimes they'll be like, <laughs> sometimes we'll get like some super blurry in the dark, uh, can't see anything photos. But nonetheless, they'll send some. So don't be don't be afraid or don't be scared or don't be nervous to ask for photos because they will send it. It's it's fine. Like it's it's not a big deal. Um, and again, like sometimes we do under quotes. It's going to happen. We don't have a we don't. It's not a big deal for us uh, because like. Even way back when, like when you're first getting started, you're going to underquote just about every single time. You'll never charge. I mean, not not charge, but you'll never make the amount that you want to make when you're first getting started. Right. Because charging what you want and making what you want are two different things. Right. Like charging could be like, I want to make 200 on that detail and you charge 200 and you're like, yeah, I charged what I wanted. But let's say you took six hours, eight hours to complete that detail. You didn't make what you wanted because you took eight hours instead of the four hours that you thought you were going to make. So there are so many ways where you can underquote or not make the amount that you wanted. So with something like this, like if you're just getting started, it is, it will help you tremendously to accept that you're going to make mistakes, that there's going to be times where you should have quoted more. It happens to us. 
or it's happened like individually, like, you know, way back when so many years it's happened. It still happens, obviously, way less now than than used to. And we just go through it. We don't like fight the like, oh my God, like let's let's like let's let's cut corners. Oh, we should like let's not do that because we didn't quote enough. No, like if we mess up, we're still gonna do everything we should have as if we charged too much. We're, but it's on our end. We'll just learn from it and we'll get better next time. That's really all it comes down to. So I would highly suggest that you implement this into your business because how like if you are gonna if you are going to go and give a price and like look at a vehicle, we charge for it, right? Like if and this is primarily going to be for paint correction. Um, if a customer wants to get a specific price and they want us to do a test spot, right? Then we will say, uh, let's say we quoted four hundred to six hundred, okay, for a paint correction on whatever a Subaru, whatever it doesn't matter. And it, and they want a specific price and they want to see like how the paint's going to turn out, then we'll say, hey, we can go out there to test the different polishes, whatever, to do different test spots, and we can give you a specific price. The price for this will be $100. If you decide to move forward with the service, we will apply that $100 to the total price of the of the ticket, right? So if it's 600 um, then that 100 will be applied and they'll pay 500, right? Um, pretty straightforward. If you don't go forward, if we don't continue with the service, then it's non-refundable. Like we'll just keep it because it's like, that's, that's, you know, that's the service. We're, we're, we're still offering a service by going out there, talking to the customer, inspecting the paint, telling them what they need, giving them different options and actually, you know, putting a polisher on the paint. So we're still going to charge for that. So if they continue with the service and they book in with us, that whatever price point that, w- that it was to go out there, We'll apply that to the overall ticket. If they don't continue, that's for us because we still went out there and did a service, right? And again, like just recently, like maybe two, three weeks ago, we went out, we inspected the vehicle, we talked to the customer, we didn't charge for it, and they didn't, they didn't, they didn't, um, they didn't book with us. So it's like, you know, like we, we don't want to just waste time like that, right? Because like how many times can we really afford to send someone out there to go talk to the customer to, you know, try to build a relationship to see what they want and then never hear from them again? Like how does that in any way help us grow the business at all? Like all this can be done over the phone, at least given some type of price range so they know that, oh, yeah, that's that's too much. Like, no, it's fine. Or at least, like, oh, yeah, that's that seems fair. Like, yeah, come out and we can, you know, discuss more details. But I would say most of the time, if possible i i do not want to have to go out there to inspect the vehicle and such because again we already have experience they could just send photos we'll just give a price range and then we can always just confirm once we're actually there if they're happy or if they're um if they're okay with the price range so there's so many other things that can take place before you have to be like i'm gonna go out there and inspect the vehicle now one thing that we do is like for pain correction once we apply a coating uh in uh Inside our price, well, in in the pricing structure of the coding and correction, we'll already have it in there that we're going to go like a week after to wash the vehicle and inspect the coding to make sure it's fine. Uh, so things like that, like we don't have to charge for that because that's already kind of included in the service. And we kind of have to do it to make sure that the coding is correct or, you know, it's applied correct and it's, it's doing its job and it's, witch, it's witchcraft and stuff. So on that one, like we're not going to we're not going to charge separately because it's already included in the pricing, but that just wanted to give you guys that little, little tip right there. So anyways, hopefully you took something away. I just would rather prefer you not have to go out there every single time because it's not always going to go in your favor. Uh, mostly, you know, 
someone will know if you're that that's why I put my pricing that's why I put the pricing on the website because I would prefer people already know a general price point before they call us because if they look at the website and they look that the interior for their for their size vehicle is 280 or 240 to 280 right and they still call us well then they're like they already know the pricing so they're much more qualified to call me and maybe they just have one or two questions and we just book them in right in terms of like someone that can't afford the services and they're thinking it's going to be like $100 and then they call us we talk we get all the information and it's like oh it's going to be between 200 to 240 and they're like oh my budget is just 100 it's like you know, this could have been completely avoided just if we had our pricing on the website. So that's why I do that. And that's why we do all this. So anyways, I'll end it right here. Again, January 15th, I'll open up the doors into detailing as a business, my premium online course. Uh, let me know if you have any comments, questions, concerns. You can leave them on this YouTube channel. Or you can go to Instagram at Detail Groove and shoot me a DM. I don't always respond, but I will read them. And then I'll give you feedback via a story or a post or a YouTube or a podcast episode when I do read them at some point in time. I will talk to you guys on the next one.